0: This episode of The Lutheran Cartographer is brought to you by Audible. Get a free trial offer along with a free audiobook at lutherancartographer.com slash audible. The Lutheran Cartographer, episode 26. Welcome to The Lutheran Cartographer, the podcast where we explore what it's like to be Lutheran in different places. I'm your host, Nicholas Weber. Today, we are joined by the Director of Admissions of Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana, Pastor Matthew Wheatfelt. Pastor Wheatfelt,
1: welcome to the show. Thanks, Nicholas. It's good to be with you.
0: So, tell us a little bit about your background and how you ended up in Fort Wayne.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm actually a native born uh, Fort Wayner, uh, grew up just south of Fort Wayne. Uh, was able to go to grade school and high school, Lutheran schools here in Fort Wayne, uh, did my undergrad then at uh, now Concordia, Chicago. Uh, back then it was Concordia University River Forest, and uh, then came back to Fort Wayne to do my seminary training, uh, went out into the parish for about five, four and a half, five years, and then uh received the call first to be an admissions counselor here at uh, Concordia Theological Seminary, Fort Wayne, and then um, about three years ago became the director of admission, and uh, that's the position I currently have. Excellent. So
0: tell us a little bit more about your path to Fort Wayne in terms of what you thought how you would compare and contrast it with some of the other places you've been. As you mentioned, you're a native. When you were other places, what were some of the
1: contrasts that you noticed? Yeah, definitely. In... The Chicagoland area twice, and then the St. Louis metro area. That's where my first uh, call was. We were about an hour away from St. Louis, but the closest big city was uh, the city of St. Louis. Nevertheless, we it still took us some time to get into uh, to Fort or to uh, the city of St. Louis. Um, I really have appreciated um, the city of Fort Wayne. So, um, as I said, uh, being born in the Fort Wayne area um, and growing up here, I I realize now that I took things for granted, uh, albeit the city has really grown up in the last 15 to 20 years. uh, There was a period uh, in the late 40s, 50s, and 60s, where uh, the traditional area of Fort Wayne downtown and the south side of Fort Wayne experienced a period of of white flight and moved to uh, the north and to the southwest, and so it really decimated the downtown area, once quite a vibrant place. Uh, but in the 80s and 90s, and even early 2000s, as I was growing up. There wasn't a whole lot to do in downtown Fort Wayne. Uh, but then uh, late 90s, early 2000s, Fort Wayne set off a massive revitalization process, uh, renovating their downtown library as one of the major uh, hallmarks and I'll talk a little bit more about that and what that what some of the uh, key landmarks are later in our conversation. Uh, but then uh, also some other uh, major, building additions and renovations they added a downtown uh, baseball stadium as well and uh, just a couple other really cool things uh, that they've brought into downtown Fort Wayne that has really helped in the growth of the city's uh, ability to to bring a new and and younger people into, uh, the city of Fort Wayne. So, uh, now, um, having lived in a couple of different cities, I was, as I said, I was in River Forest, uh, for four years for my undergrad in Illinois. Um, that's a very affluent area, but then being able to just hop on the, the L or the Metra and get into downtown Chicago, uh, it was, it was always a lot of fun. I appreciated the big city, uh, for that. And then, uh, I, during my, Uh, time at seminary, I was also able to, uh, do my vicarage at St. John in Wheaton, Illinois, uh, which is a, a community that is uh, about 20 miles east of uh, Chicago uh, downtown. And uh, it was, again, a great, great time, another affluent area, but uh, a wonderful year uh, up there. And so I've, I've, I've spent quite a bit of time uh, in larger cities and the amenities that they are able to provide for their residents, A city like Fort Wayne is able to do also, but able to do that without the added inconveniences of traffic and lots of people and all sorts of other. Uh, things like crime that uh, cities like Chicago or New York or St. Louis, uh, Detroit, uh, have as, a, as part of their ethos because it's who uh, it, it, it's ju- they're just large, large cities. Uh, so we, yeah, Fort Wayne's, uh, I, I always like to, when, when I'm talking to uh, prospective students, I like to call Fort Wayne uh, a large small town. <laughs> and because uh, that's it, ultimately that's, that's what it is. It's a It's a place that is very family friendly, family oriented, uh, a place that uh, for one of Fort Wayne's nicknames is called the city of churches Uh, for per capita. Fort Wayne has a lot of churches. And uh, whereas I think with the rest of the country, there's a lot of gravitating towards uh, the religious category of none or not going to church. uh, Still, Fort Wayne has a large population that is still active uh, in its congregational membership, or at least that has some sort of bearing on who the, the, they are and what they are about. So uh, I, I really like uh, being back in Fort Wayne. Uh, it's the place where um, my wife and I have chosen to raise our uh, children, and a place that I could see us uh, being for a very long time. Uh, so I, I really, I really appreciate Fort Wayne as a city.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So is one way of looking at it then, as you were in these other places, you were seeing kind of some of the disadvantages like the really big cities, but now being back in Fort Wayne, you're kind of seeing that it has a lot of those amenities, especially after that renovation that you mentioned, and it also has some of the benefits of being a smaller place as well. Is that one way of putting it?
1: That's, that's a very good and succinct way of, of putting it, that, yeah, we've, we've been able to you know, really experience a lot of things that there are out there in the world, but at the same time, uh, you're able to experience those in, in a smaller fashion and, and in a much more intimate way so that you don't have many of the same hindrances or burdens uh, that you may have in a, in a larger community.
0: That makes sense. Okay, so let's talk, we've already started talking about this, but let's drill into this a little bit more about what are the best things about Fort Wayne.
1: Yeah, um, on the whole, Fort Wayne as a community is very inexpensive to live in. Uh, whereas you may have um, a house, a two-bedroom, three-bedroom house, in, uh the the uh, even just still here in the Midwest, in Detroit and Ch- the Chicagoland area, that goes anywhere from uh, two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars, a home like that in Fort Wayne is going to go for one hundred twenty-five to one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and uh, and many homes below that. One of the appeals uh, for especially married students for the Fort Wayne community, is that they can either uh, be a first-time home buyer uh, in Fort Wayne, where in a community that they're coming from, the price of housing just doesn't allow for them to do that. Rental properties are also very inexpensive here in in, in the greater Fort Wayne area, too. So if a family wants to rent an apartment or rent a home uh, for their time here at the seminary, they're able to do that and uh, still have many of the same amenities that they may have experienced at their previous uh, residence. uh, And especially now being here in Fort Wayne, uh, they're able to experience those same things, uh, but in a much uh, closer knit atmosphere. Uh, the, The consumer price index here in Fort Wayne is also very inexpensive compared to other places in the country. So you can get uh, your loaf of bread all for uh, quite a bit less than you would be able to in other places uh, in, in the country. So, just in, in, on the whole, the cost of living here in Fort Wayne. Is quite a bit less uh, than other places, and I so I know that's that that's a big draw for for married seminarians as they consider Fort Wayne as an option for seminary. Fort Wayne's also a very family friendly community. Uh, it, it there are many different things for families to do. Uh, I know uh, when we go and uh, visit. Friends uh, in, and have dinner with them in, in other places around uh, Fort Wayne. We're always able to just let our kids go and play and not have to worry about traffic. Yeah. Let's
0: come back to that, what what it's like to raise a family in a minute. Uh, but I do want to ask you about the, the flip side too. It sounds like there are many great things about Fort Wayne, which is fantastic, but with any place there are challenges. What are some of the challenges about being in Fort Wayne?
1: Yeah. So uh, Fort Wayne has has its set of challenges as well. Uh, it, it you know being we're a community of two people and uh, it's if you're looking for a large place to especially have major events come through whether they be concerts or if you're interested in professional sports at the um, major league or professional level uh, you, you you have to travel a little bit now granted we're only two hours away from uh, Indianapolis. We're three hours away from Detroit. Uh, we're three hours away from Chicago, four hours away from uh, Cincinnati. So you're able to experience all sorts of different things. In fact, uh, uh, last year, my wife and I uh, were my wife and I are big Mumford and Son fans. And uh, we went down to Indianapolis uh, to go see a Mumford and Sons concert. And we could have made that uh, just a day trip uh, going down there for the day and coming back to Fort Wayne that night. We chose to stay in a hotel down there, but um, we could. We, we could have easily made that Day trip. Uh, there are plenty of things to do in the Indianapolis area. Uh, there's plenty of stuff to do in in in, in Chicago and and uh, and uh, as well as Cincinnati as well. So if you're looking, if you're a huge uh, sports fan at the professional level, uh, you there there you have to travel just a little bit to go see uh, your Cubs play or your uh, your your Tigers. If you're a Detroit fan, play you got to travel just a little bit. We do have a lot of minor leagues sports here in Fort Wayne. We have a minor league baseball and basketball and hockey. Uh, we had an arena football team um, and that kind of ebbs and flows, whether we have, a, uh, you know, professional, quote unquote, professional football uh, here in Fort Wayne as well. But we do have uh, some minor league sports. And I guess that's another positive towards Fort Wayne is if you like sports, uh, you, you have access to those things. And Ah affordable way than going to you know going to Chicago and seeing the Cubs or the White Sox play or or the the, the Blackhawks or the Bulls. Uh, You you can actually afford to uh, both buy tickets and buy food at the ballpark and you're not breaking the bank. And you can do that multiple times in a season. Uh, I know we my family like sitting in the lawn out in center field and those tickets are five dollars. And I mean for a family Seven of us, we can actually afford to take everyone to a baseball game, and uh, it's really nice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, major league tickets. Yeah, that compared to that is, yeah, quite something else.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Some other things uh, in regard to um, just general. Um, Downsides to the city of Fort Wayne. Uh, we we uh, the manufacturing we've we've uh, manufacturing has ebbed and flowed like it has in any other places in the country. Uh, we we we've lost um, uh, those type of jobs, blue collar jobs. Uh, but on the flip side, we've gained a lot of white collar jobs as well, a lot of working professionals, and a lot of uh, twenty and thirty and forty somethings moving back to the Fort Wayne area because they're able. to support themselves on white collar jobs here in the Fort Wayne area. So there's always there's a plethora of, of, of type of jobs like that. But we have lost uh, manufacturing jobs over the years. And uh, you know, as, I think as Fort Wayne continues to grow, we're going to continue to see uh, those type of jobs grow and hopefully we'll be able to bring some manufacturing back as well.
0: So tell our listeners what it's like to be Lutheran in Fort Wayne.
1: Yeah, Nick, so um, like I had said, um, Fort Wayne's just a very unique uh, place uh, because of the amount of Christian congregations here in the Fort Wayne area. Uh, We have uh, very large non-denominational and Roman Catholic congregations and everything in between. But uh, Fort Wayne is also uh, very unique for just Lutherans in general because we have a uh, we have Concordia Theological Seminary, one of the church, one of the two uh, of our uh, synodical seminaries here in Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne is also uh, the where the Indiana District headquarters uh, are for the Indiana District of the LCMS, and uh, we can also. Uh, we also have uh, one of the largest uh, populations of Lutheran schools, 16, 18 Lutheran schools here in Fort Wayne. You have the ability to actually choose what kind of Lutheran school that you want your children to go to. Anything from larger suburban schools to urban schools to smaller rural schools. And even larger rural schools, you have all of that here in the Fort Wayne area. You also have one of the largest Lutheran high schools in uh, the country at Concordia Lutheran High School, uh, which I, I have to, I have to acknowledge that I'm a little biased that it's, it's one of the best in the country too, since I'm a graduate of Concordia Lutheran High School. So, uh, I, it, it's, uh, it was a great joy to be able to spend four years there and, uh, no Lord willing to send our girls there uh, someday as well. So it's uh, it, it's quite a joy to have such a wide variety of uh, uh, ability to to uh, have l- the access to truly Lutheran things and um, some other things that 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 allows for is just a sheer amount of opportunities to uh, to go to different things the seminary puts on events very regularly for from music events to services to um, um Lectures and things of that nature. We also have different groups come in from off campus uh, to do different things. The high school does uh, their one of their concerts uh, here, their choir concerts here on our campus every year. And uh, we've hosted uh, the Lutheran high, uh, the Lutheran grade schools uh, cross country meet uh, in the past couple of years. So there's just a wide variety of different intersecting points for uh, different Lutherans uh, the course of their, their their lives as well. And just the ability to go to different things. I know, um, you know, since this pandemic has happened and churches now, you uh, via live stream in, in, in the majority of places, uh, Fort Wayne, <laughs> just the city of Fort Wayne is putting out a ton of, uh, different live streams of different services and, uh, pastors are doing everything that they can to still provide that pastoral care. Uh, and, uh, so that, that their people can, can, can really, um, be, uh, nurtured and cared for even in this time of, of, uh, isolation so that when we finally are, we're able to get back into the congregation. There's no, uh, it, there's, it, we can just pick up almost hopefully seamlessly. But yeah, Fort Wayne, we just have a lot of Lutherans. It's, it's like old school Detroit or old school St. Louis, Chicago, uh, that you have access to so much, uh, here in, in, in the Fort Wayne area. And you can get to, to these places very quickly as well.
0: Fantastic. So it really sounds like there's that advantage of having a, network that extends just beyond a few parishes but there's a vibrant number of Lutheran's there that really provides that that community
1: absolutely um, and you really uh, depending on the the worship preference of an individual there's a wide variety of different congregations that have different worship styles I know our family has been very blessed to uh, worship uh, um, at St. Paul's downtown, one of the mother churches of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, one of the 16 founding congregations. We're now members over at uh, Redeemer uh, here in Fort Wayne, uh, which is... A, which is a very liturgical um, you know using some uh, uh, using you know not necessarily the most of Lutheran terminology it's it's on the higher church side of of, 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 of worship as well uh, so yeah it, it, we're, we're, we're blessed to be able to do that but then there are congregations that have all sorts of different different worship styles and uh, they're they're providing for what they uh, with what, what their congr- with the best ministry that they can they can provide for, and and so it's it, there's a wide variety of choice here in in the Fort Wayne area as well. And you know, I've got I, I've we're at our congregation because we really appreciate the worship that they are able to uh, to provide. Absolutely,
0: a lot of us have a lot of downtime right now. And there's been no better time to start a new audiobook with a free trial from Audible. You get a free audiobook of your choice that you get to keep, even if you decide not to continue with their service. So far as books you can check out, I'd recommend looking into Luther's Bondage to the Will. That's on Audible that you can pick up as your free audiobook. But if you don't like that one, you can always choose a different one from their plethora of options. So go ahead and go to lutherancartographer.com audible to get your free audiobook today. Let's get back to our guest. So I want to circle back to something that you started talking about earlier when you were talking about the good things about Fort Wayne and you were talking about how it's really nice to be able to have raise your children there. What is it like to raise a family in Fort Wayne?
1: So having been a child in the Fort Wayne area and now being able to raise my children here in Fort Wayne as well, I see why my parents wanted to stay in this area. Uh, and it, it, there is so much for uh, parents to do with their children, but also there we still have a community um, family uh, mindset built into the to the ethos of 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 the Fort Wayne area, and especially amongst the Lutherans in in the, in the Fort Wayne area as well. So Fort Wayne has uh, quite a bit. For families to do, from having an avid park system that provides not just a, a, a park, but then programming throughout the summer uh, for 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 families to be a part of an active pool system. Uh, we have one of the top ranked children's zoos in the country at uh, the Fort Wayne Children's Zoo. We have a top-notch children's museum. Uh, the the the. School system, uh, public school, in fact, is very good here in in the Fort Wayne area, both Fort Wayne community schools, but even more so the Northwest and Southwest Allen County schools uh, are just top notch schools. And while you won't get a religious uh, education there, uh, you'll still get a very good education. But then, as I talked about uh, it just previously, with having access to so many Lutheran schools uh, in the Fort Wayne area, you're able to, uh, to 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 have a wide variety of choice uh, in that matter. My family and I have chosen to to homeschool, and uh, there are many uh, active. Uh, groups and co-ops that are able to to assist with that education. And we've been very, very blessed to to be able to do that. So uh, yeah, raising a family in Fort Wayne is just phenomenal. I couldn't imagine doing it anywhere else. I feel no, we, we're blessed to be able to live at the seminary, live in one of the faculty and staff houses. And our kids just have complete access to the entire campus we're on 191 square acres and our backyard backs up to to the pond uh in the middle of campus and so they've got about a good 50 75 acres to just run and run and run and uh, it would really make um, you know moving anywhere else almost unforeseeable <laughs> simply because we have that much space for them to to run and they have friends on campus and we have friends on campus and it just has worked out really well but then um, housing in Fort Wayne like I mentioned previously is very inexpensive and uh, the very a lot of really really good neighborhoods where family is first. And uh, there's other families in the area, and they all get together. Uh, As I was saying previously, when we go and visit friends uh, from church, uh, and we, we go over to their place for dinner, or something we can just let the kids run and uh, the last time we got together the kids uh, the, o- o- the older kids from both our families took the youngest of the kids from both sets of the family and took them on a bike ride around the block and uh, we weren't sure where they were for a minute but because Fort Wayne is a very safe place we knew that they were everybody was going to be just fine excellent
0: yeah that is really cool okay so now let's talk a little bit about some of the hidden gems or the not so hidden gems, the things that you'd recommend people do or see if they're in Fort Wayne.
1: Yeah. So first and foremost, if you come to Fort Wayne, make sure you come to Fort Wayne on a Sunday uh, with the, the wide variety of congregations that we have. You've got to experience church here in Fort Wayne. Um, go to St. Paul's, go to uh, redeemer Go to Zion uh, over on Hannah Street or Emmanuel over on Jefferson Street. Uh, there's there's just a wide variety of, of of congregations here in in the Fort Wayne area. So take advantage of a Sunday and and come and uh, and see what worship is like here in the Fort Wayne area. If you come during the summer, you gotta go to. A, a, a baseball game. Uh, Fort Wayne has uh, a, a minor league team called the Tin Caps. Uh, kind of a goofy name, but uh, it's named after uh, Johnny Appleseed and his the, the 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 tin cap that he wore on his ah, head. Johnny Appleseed is, uh, is actually buried here in Fort Wayne. Uh, he was passing through planting apple trees and uh, got sick and, and died here in Fort Wayne and is buried uh, here in Fort Wayne. So, uh, yeah, they, they named a minor league baseball team after after him uh, I, I so yeah c- come come during the summer come check out the baseball uh our baseball field it's one of the top ranked minor league baseball fields in the country uh, check out the children's zoo check out all our parks and trail system um we've got a wide variety of different Uh, eateries as well in fact in 2000 i believe it was 17 food and wine magazine named fort wayne the top uh place to eat or drink for hipsters and uh, you know when when we heard that we kind of just chuckled uh because it's it's you know when you as the seminary we're we're not always thinking uh, you know, are we, are we trying to recruit hipsters or not, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but nevertheless, you know, we took it, we took that as, as, as a great compliment for the, for the city. There are lots of small micro brews, um, that offer really good eating and drinking options, uh, from Mad Anthony's, uh, to Trouble Brewery to Summit City Beer Works. Uh, there are also, uh, there's a cider, uh, a company here in Fort Wayne called uh, the Kikianga uh, Cider Company. Uh, so there, there, there's a lot of different uh, food and drink options. Uh, there, we also have uh, Fort Wayne's blessed to have. Ah, uh, some really fine dining too. Just down the street from the seminary is uh, Baker Street uh, Steakhouse, and we have a Ruth Chris here in uh, Fort Wayne as well. That that very well-known steakhouse as well. In fact, Fort Wayne is uh, the only middle-market uh, Ruth Chris in the country, and uh, they're they're doing uh, they're just seeing how how uh, you know the Ruth Chris. Uh, brand works here in a a city like Fort Wayne. Uh, We've got, uh, uh, yeah, Joseph Dequies and Eddie Merlot's, two other really uh, just staple, uh, fine, fine dining here in Fort Wayne and lots of of things in between. Fort Wayne also has a a very big Vietnamese population, a Hmong population, Uh, so we've got some really good Vietnamese food, uh, some really good Chinese food, Thai, so you it, it really you're not limited to the traditional Midwest uh, delicacies, hamburgers, and things like that. But it's a wide variety of diversity within uh, the the different types of food that we have here in the Fort Wayne, and uh, and some some really great Mexican places, some places that some um, people would consider more of the Tex-Mex variety too. So yeah, just a wide variety of good places to eat and to drink.
0: Fantastic. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. If you had to point people to one restaurant, just one restaurant or brewery,
1: what would it be? Yeah. um, So my favorite um, uh, eatery brewery, um, there are two right now they're opening up a third location. It's called Shigs and Pitts. It's a barbecue place. Uh, huh. I had mentioned okay. uh, the, the uh, Matt Anthony's Brewery. Well, the owners of Matt Anthony's Brewery also opened up a barbecue place. And uh, the one closest to the seminary here also carries uh, Matt Anthony's beer on tap. And uh, it's, it's just a fantastic a uh, place to get a good, uh, good brisket, good pulled pork. My favorite, and it's not. Um, my wife hates me for it, but uh, I love their smoked bologna sandwich. And uh, it's just, it's just this fantastic, thick-cut um, smoked bologna with pimento cheese. Uh, tomato, and lettuce. So a very simple sandwich. But the way that bologna tastes, I mean, if you like bologna or if you don't like bologna, you would like this bologna. <laughs> Th-
0: thank you for, first of all, thank you for sharing all those those cool things to do. I, when I'm in Fort Wayne, I'll definitely have to check those out. And I'm not sure I'll try the smoked bologna sandwich, but I definitely <laughs> want to check that out. All right. So now let's step back a little bit and talk about, to our listeners your pastoral or even your general advice for those that are thinking about moving somewhere. Let's say they've gotten a job offer, or they're just tired of where they are. What would your what would your thoughts for them be?
1: Yeah, so first and foremost, whether you have a family or not, um, I would say look at the churches in that particular area. Or if you're not set on a place to move, but you know that you, there's a place that you you know that you, uh, you and your family would like to go someplace else and look at the job opportunities that are there or the, the lit lifestyle that's in that particular particular area, first and foremost, look at the churches in the area. Make sure that there is a good church there for you. Even call the pastor and talk to the pastor and explain your situation and get a, get a feel from him on his pastoral style. Um, and even potentially use that as an opportunity to then go visit uh, that area and that congregation to see uh, that pastor and that congregation. I would advise always on a Sunday, see what what their church service looks like, see what their Bible study looks like. For your, if you have children, see what Sunday school looks like, or at, what the day for a church looks like as a community. Uh, so, first and foremost, yeah. Make sure that there's a good congregation for you in the area. Um, try, 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 try to get that within a half an hour of, of where you are. I know there are many people in this country that have really good LCMS congregations, but they have to drive to those congregations. That is a commitment, and I laud them greatly for it. But if you can make that, uh, if you can get home close to church, within a half an hour or so that makes being able to go and be a part of that congregation, uh, during the week, whether it's during uh mid Bible service uh, Bible studies or midweek services that makes that much more doable for you and your family than if you live an hour, hour and a half, two hours away from, from the congregation. So first and foremost, make sure you've got a good uh, congregation uh, lined up for you. Second, you know, see if you can see, see what the job opportunities are there for you. Uh, don't go into a place hoping that you might be able to find a job uh, and then wind up uh, you not being able to find a job. Uh, that would be absolutely devastating. Uh, if you can work remotely and uh, your your employer allows for you to, uh, to, to be anywhere in the country or anywhere in a particular region, that's great. Hold on to that job. Um, at least until you can find something else or something better for you in the area that you're looking um, also make sure that you can find really good schools for your for your children uh, it, you know I, I believe in the Lutheran school system I was a principal in my previous call uh, down in southern Illinois and and truly loved doing that and working with both the families and our students and our, our faculty and staff uh, but uh, yeah if, Make sure you there's a there's a good school system around you, whether that be Lutheran, whether that be public, uh, whether you decide to homeschool, make sure you've got support uh, for you uh, in that as well. Uh, I know for us, one of the major draws to the back to the Fort Wayne area is that we have family here. My family still lives in the Fort Wayne area. My my folks do. Um, my, I have a sister and brother that do Um but we are we're, we're quite a distance from my my in-laws. Uh, we we when we moved back up to Fort Wayne, we we decided you know it was easier for us to be half an hour from my folks. Uh, but now we're only we're about. Five hours away from my my wife's uh, folks, uh, so that was a little bit of a challenge. Uh, but just to be able to have that support system uh, here uh, is is phenomenal. So if you can if you can be close to family and have all the things that you need a job, good schools, and a good church that's always great. If you can't. You know what? Um, the Lord will provide. Uh, Find good people to be around to have to invite into your family uh, so that can be surrogates. Uh, we had that at my previous congregation. Surrogate. Uh, she was kind of a, a mix between an aunt, um, like a sibling to my wife and I, and a grandma. Uh, so it was kind of nice uh, to have to have a few folks like that out in the area. Uh, but yeah, that that you know. Then after that, just make the decision. Just say, just make the decision and, and don't, think, don't think twice about it. Uh, I know second yeah. guessing ourselves is, is always a tough thing. And we can second guess ourselves until the cows come home, uh, if you will forgive me of a good farm adage. <laughs> but, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah it, there's
0: always that temptation to just hold on to things. And really that decision is kind of a matter of like, in some ways, just cutting things one way or the other yeah Absolutely. and i think that's really important and those are good thoughts so i would be remiss if i had the director of admissions to concordia theological seminary if i didn't i would be remiss if i didn't ask you what would you say to those that are, are listening and that are maybe thinking about well maybe i should consider serving the church in the holy ministry what would you say to men who are who are thinking about that
1: Absolutely. So it's, it is my real privilege uh, to be able to serve in this capacity. And it's been a joy to be able to work with um, uh, quite a few groups of men and and women looking at deaconess uh, service as well, uh, over the last five, uh, going on five years now. And uh, first and foremost, uh, you know, consider What skills and gifts that the Lord has blessed you with? uh, Do they match up well with uh, what the task? For uh, pastors, is uh, are you are you able to 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 do you want to be with people? Do you for do you want to be in church? Is that where you is that where you really enjoy spending your time and your efforts? Also, think about the, the people in your life and what they've said to you in regard to a possible service in the church. Um, have has your pastor said you really should consider this? Have your parents or your spouse or uh, your your teachers over the years, uh, your co-workers, other members of your congregation, the people that have gotten to know you the best, have they said you should can at least consider this? I could see you being a pastor. Uh, has, gra- has your grandma, grandpa, somebody like that ever said you should really consider this? I could see you being a really good pastor. Uh, the people know you the best in many ways, and they can really help guide you along the way to to know whether this is. They can see you as 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 doing that. Uh, so then after that, yeah, talk to your pastor if he isn't one of those, and and explore what it is that he does, and and make sure you like all the different things. Make sure you you like you like uh, you like worship, that you uh, you like going to the hospital and visiting people, and uh, that you you like uh, leading a congregation and caring for souls. That's first and foremost what a pastor does. He cares for souls using word and sacrament to do that. So make sure that you you like that. Don't, the last thing you should do is be afraid of the rigors of seminary. Uh, Don't, don't, don't hold back. Don't be scared. Don't uh, think, don't use that as what you, what you're thinking about first and foremost. Yes, seminary is hard. <laughs> it has to be hard. It it, it is. You are uh, equal to a doctor. That you're training a, you know, towards something that is going to save people's lives, and not just save their save their life. You're saving souls, uh, uh, and and doing that through the means of the Holy Spirit. Uh, so don't think about that first and foremost. We'll get through that together. If, uh, if you're not good in the languages, don't worry about that. We will work together through that. If you're worried about memorizing things, don't worry about that. You'll have plenty of time and you'll be able to lean on the faculty and your brothers here at the seminary as well. So, um, and, and, and lastly, um, talk to our admissions staff uh talk to uh uh, those of us who have been in this and have walked multiple groups of people through the not just the admissions process but even more importantly vocational discernment and What are the things that you should also be thinking about? What are the things that are holding you back from considering uh, possible service within the church? Let's talk through those, Uh, because whereas every story is different and every story is unique, there are a lot of similarities between different people's stories uh, and how they've begun to approach deciding whether or not they want to consider uh, studies here at the seminary. So, the, yeah, give us a call. We're happy to chat. We're happy to talk through the different things. And uh, we're happy to, to pray with you along the way as well, uh, knowing that the Lord needs uh, additional uh, servants in his church. He needs additional uh, harvesters uh, for, the, for, the, for the field. And, uh, you know, if, if that's for you, thanks be to God. If that's not for you, thanks be to God. Continue to, uh, to serve your congregation in whatever capacity that uh, you currently are.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, the harvest is pen- plentiful, but the laborers are few. Amen. All right. So, now let's transition to places that you would like to send our listeners. Places to follow you online or ways to contact you at the the seminary or the admission staff at the seminary. Where would you like to point our listeners?
1: Yeah, so the The seminary has a vibrant uh, both website at www.ctsfw.edu. We also have a very active Facebook page uh, that is constantly being populated with different things. Some of the most popular things on our Facebook page are our daily chapel services as well as our uh, weekly podcasts for the lectionary. We have both now uh, the gospel readings being done, and we've done already a cycle of those uh, for the three-year lectionary. And now, we're in in addition to that, we're also doing uh, the Old Testament readings for the three-year lectionary from our our, our faculty that are well-versed in the Hebrew language, too. So we're, we're going through those as well so that we can provide good resources uh, for the church. If you're interested in speaking to the admission staff particularly, uh, shoot us an email at admission at edu, or you can give us a phone call at one 800 481 2155 again 1-800-481-2155 and uh, we will direct your phone call uh, in the appropriate direction oftentimes you're talking to me uh, or one of our other admissions counselors and we just really enjoy the ability to talk through the different Different things, like I had mentioned before, uh, in regard to vocational discernment. Um, continue to pray for your seminaries. Pray for Concordia Theological Seminary, especially uh, in uh, this time of, uh, in, of social distancing and isolation. We have had to do our last quarter, uh, our last uh, educational term, uh, all online. The plan is to begin to slowly open campus back up, so that our summer Greek students can have in-person classes, and uh, then we'll be hopefully back uh, again this fall with our regular class uh, academic year starting up. And uh, the, we'll we'll see how all things pan out as we continue to work through this summer.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Is you listen to this, dear listener. We're recording this on the 7th of May. So, hopefully, by the time you hear this, things will have changed and things will be a little freer at the moment. But for the moment, we're still uh, not quite free. <laughs> not <laughs> All right. <quite> yet. <laughs> so, Pastor Wheatfelt, thank you so much for your time today. What are your parting thoughts for our
1: listeners? Yeah, definitely. So, Lutheranism is truly. Um, an amazing thing uh, it is it is it happens you know in, in, a, in a wide variety of different contexts and uh, but at the end of the day we remember that it's not about being Lutheran but the fact that Christ's gifts are given and his word is preached and uh, in, in, to its full, edification of of his holy word and through those means the holy spirit works faith into our lives and uh wherever you are in this country know that uh you know you have faithful lutheran pastors who are here to care for you and tend to you and uh, you know if you're looking to move um fort wayne has a wide variety of different places that you would be you'd be comfortable in and uh know that uh Regardless of what that decision is, the Lord will continue to 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 give his gifts to you and bless you and uh, give you the forgiveness of your sins, because that's what it's all about. It's all about Jesus. So, uh, Nicholas, thank you for, for, for having me on today. I really appreciated our time and our conversation. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you and I will be able to uh, meet next time you are in Fort Wayne.
0: That sounds fantastic. Thank you again. God's peace. Thanks, Nicholas. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Lutheran Cartographer. For more about the things that we talked about today, check out the show notes page at lutherancartographer.com 26. I encourage you to check out that Audible offer. If you'd like to get a free audiobook, that's at lutherancartographer.com Audible. Before you go, make sure that you're subscribed to the show on iTunes or on Stitcher. That way you can make sure that you don't miss an episode. And while you're there, I'd appreciate it if you'd leave a rating or review for the show. That way more people can see it and hear the great guests that we've got on here. So until next time, I'm Nicholas Weber. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon.